Hello and welcome to Guest Star from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The United States Treasury Department presents Guest Star with Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra, yours truly, John Conti, and starring Margaret O'Brien. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is John Conti, your host for Guest Star, a transcribed feature for Savings Bonds, presented as a contribution of this station in the public interest. There's no surer, no safer way to save than through United States savings bonds. Buy them regularly at your bank or join the payroll savings plan where you work for the automatic purchase of savings bonds. In a moment, we'll take you out to the West Coast to meet our star. But first, here's Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra with Harry's special treatment of the lovely melody, But Not For Me. Thank you. 
Thank you, Harry. And now we take you to Hollywood for The Red Evening Dress, an original dramatic sketch written especially for our star, Miss Margaret O'Brien. Patricia wanted a red evening dress, but she was almost certain that her daddy was going to say no. Now, when you're 18, that can be a pretty serious thing. It's one of the three precious memories every girl should have. Her first date, her first kiss, and her first red evening dress. Patricia waited until Daddy had finished dinner and was relaxing in his easy chair. And then... This is Father. Oh, thanks, Patricia. And here's the evening paper. Mm Hmm? Is the light all right? Oh, wait. I'll get you an ashtray. There. Uh, Everything is fine. Now, confidentially, what are you building up to? Well... There is one little old thing you could do for me. A red evening dress. Uh, no. Well, it's only twenty-nine fifty. No. But, Father, it's for the senior prom. No. Well, can't you say anything but no? Uh, no. Now, listen, Patsy. I don't mind your having an evening dress. I want you to have one. It's the color I'm objecting to. White is all right, or some dark color, but not red. Well, what's the matter with red? It's, uh, well, it's too frivolous. Father, there comes a time in every girl's life when she wants to forget about being practical and be just utterly, utterly frivolous. That time has come, Father. I'm 18. I know how you feel, Patsy. But remember, I'm employed by the Bromfield Investment Company in a position of trust and responsibility. It's almost like being a banker. But what does that have to do with red evening dresses? Just this. Our whole family must maintain an air of dependability. Yes, I know. We must give out with a solid beat. Exactly. Especially at this time. Now, I'm in line for a promotion. Old J.B. Bromfield probably has his eye on me right now. He wouldn't have his eye on you if I were wearing that red evening dress. That is just the point. He'd pass me up for someone who has a more conservative daughter. You see? Yes, Gruesome, isn't it? Now, uh, J.B. is coming here to dinner Wednesday evening. If I make the right impression, I may be put in charge of our branch office in Seattle. Oh, uh, here comes your mother. We'll leave it up to her. Oh, Mother, Father doesn't want me to get a red evening dress. He says red's frivolous. And so it is. We both wish you could have one. You'd be lovely in it, but we have to be conservative, so red is out, darling. Oh, I suppose so. I'll wear white, I guess. (laughs) That's a good girl. Perhaps we can have it by Wednesday. When Dad's big boss, J.B., comes to dinner. Yes, indeed. I'm already planning dinner. Everything must be very precise and correct. Oh, do I have to sit through it? 
I'm sure to pop off and spoil everything. You have a point there. Perhaps you could come in. In my white evening dress. Yes, and meet J.B., and then excuse yourself and leave. Oh, Mother, you're the most. While you folks are enduring your stuffy old dinner, I'll sit out in the patio in my white evening dress and dream. Dream? What about? A red, red, red evening dress. Well, I can dream, can't I? Sorry, I didn't know there was anybody out here. Well, I'm hardly anybody. Anybody that matters, that is. I'm a very frivolous person. My favorite dish. And who, who are you, the hoot owl said. I'm Tommy Bromfield. Bromfield? Any relation to J.B.? He's my mother's husband on my father's side. Oh, hello, sonny boy. Hi. And who, if I'm not being nosy, are you? I'm Patricia. Last name's Benson. Oh, yeah. My old man is having dinner with your folks. As if I didn't know. The last three days, planning, cleaning, cooking, decorating. Real crazy. But why are you out here on the patio? I detest these dinners for business reasons. They kill me very deadly. Cupcake, we are kindred souls. Put her there. My answer, Bromfield. I shall call you kindred soul. I suppose you drove your father out here, then got tired sitting in the car and came around to the patio. And bingo, a cute little hepcat angel. Oh, don't let the white dress fool you. My soul is red, a bright red. Well, how come I've never seen you around the office? Because Dad wants to convince J.B. that he's utterly but utterly trustworthy and dependable. I don't fit into the picture. Frivolous Al, that's me. Father says, and I quote, employees of investment firms must be like Caesar's wife. I know. My dad tells me the same thing. I can't even drive a hot rod. But all that'll be changed two months from now. What happens two months from now, kindred soul? I'll be 21, and I'll inherit my mother's share of Bromfield, 51%. Cheapers, the head man. But verily. Of course, I'll let my old man run the joint. I'm like you. Irresponsible. But I can crack the whip if I want to. What does your old man do in the company? He's senior accountant, in charge of all bookkeepers. But what he wants to be is a branch manager. That's Seattle branch, for instance. Cupcake? It's on ice. It's in the bag. Oh, you are a pal, kindred soul. For that, I could love you madly. You do? I said I could. But let's not precipitate. I'll write you from Seattle and... Seattle? Oh, ye gods, you'll be in Seattle. Oh, no, that's out. I've just met you. I don't want to lose you. Oh, dear. Dad wanted the branch managership. Well, now, wait a minute. Let's elevate your pop to a higher level of brass. Bigger than just a branch manager. We'll work out something. Cupcake, let us put our heads together. Kindred soul, it's a deal. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Mom. How was the dinner? Oh, the dinner was excellent, Patsy. But that's all. J.B. was very noncommittal. I'm afraid I won't get that branch managership after all. So what? Who wants a little old branch managership? Hmm? My dad deserves a much better position. We've already picked it out for you. The kindred soul and I. What on earth are you talking about? Oh, I've been visiting with Tommy. He's J.B.'s son. In two months, Tommy inherits the company. So that was why J.B. didn't say anything. You mean Tommy will be my boss? Mm-hmm. And when I marry Tommy, I'll be your boss. Now do I get the red evening dress? 
Thank you, Margaret O'Brien, for a fine performance. And right now, I'd like to say a word for savings bonds. Oh, but Jimmy, doesn't a woman always have the last word? Well, so I've heard, but after well, all... Well, I just wanted to tell the folks about savings bonds, too. You see, Jimmy, I buy them regularly, as millions of other people do. I save before I spend. And that way, I don't miss the money. Yet all the time, it's building something for my future. Every girl can have personal independence if she's willing to save every payday. And if she puts her money into United States savings bonds, it's always there when she needs it. What's more, she'll get back $4 for every three if she holds her bonds for nine years and eight months. Right you are, Margaret. And if held an additional ten years, these same bonds will pay back an 80% return on your original investment. So start today. Buy and save United States savings bonds, either where you work or bank. You can't make a finer investment. Thank you, Margaret O'Brien. Now, once again, here's Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra with I Won't Dance. have been listening to Guest Star, a transcribed feature for United States Savings Bonds, which today featured Margaret O'Brien. The supporting players were Frank Nelson, Mary Lansing, and Gil Stratton. The announcer was Jimmy Wallington, and the play was directed by Louis Graff. The time for this program is donated by this station every week in the public interest. The Treasury Department thanks your station and Miss O'Brien for their contribution to the Savings Bonds program. Next week, we'll have another famous guest and some more good music by Harry Sosnick and the Savings Bonds Orchestra, so we hope you'll be on hand. Meanwhile, this is John Conti saying so long and reminding you to invest regularly in United States Savings Bonds, where you work or where you bank. For security tomorrow, buy Savings Bonds today. <laughs>